Hey guys, thanks for listening to another great episode. Oh wow, uh, this past weekend is insane. Uh, for one thing, uh, of course it went too fast. It will always go too fast for this particular film. And the film I'm talking about is, of course, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Now, for those who are not familiar with Sonic, let me give you a quick, uh, <laughs> a quick rundown of the, uh, iconic blue blur. Of course, uh, th- we could recap for the first movie, of course, but, uh, this is a character that's based, way based, uh, back in the 90s, where it's, a, of course, uh, for those who played Sega Genesis, he's literally the mascot. And of course, he's uh, so iconic uh, in his in his uh, own trails that he's literally a blue hedgehog that uh, runs out uh, run on speed, literally. But uh, in this particular film, um, we are introduced to a ray, and I do mean a ray of other characters. So let me uh, let me give you a spill on this part of the film. So, of course, uh, we're recapping ourselves on where's Eggman in this particular film. Of course, he was stuck on Planet Mushroom. And sure enough, that using the only one coil that he took from uh, Sonic uh, for this one, uh, he is evidently sent a signal of some sort to uh, intergalactic uh, beings in the world. Sure enough, uh, they caught the attention of what I believe bird people to begin with. But at the same time, uh, Robotnik did spring a trap to just go through the ring. But he's kind of stuck because we are introduced to Knuckles, voiced by Idris Elbers. Uh, And for that fine gentleman, for those who don't know his filmology, um, he was literally Hamdell from the Thor series. uh, Like the first one I believe a little bit of the second one and then the third uh, and then finally uh, Infinity War yeah Infinity War was the last time and then we also have him in the Suicide Squad as Deadshot so yeah a bit of a heads up on that one but oh back to the movie uh, yes, that's where we're bringing ourselves to the iconic Where is Sonic and all this? Uh, which we find him in Seattle trying to fight crime in his own way. But at the same time, returning to life in Green Hill, of all places, uh, which we are reintroduced again uh, with the characters that we have been with since uh, the first one, uh, which is James Marston's character and his wife. And seeing how Sonic, voiced by Ben Schwartz, uh, Swart, Schwartzman, Schwartz, uh, <laughs> voiced by uh, another than Ben Schwartz, uh, doing this whole like, okay, let's go, let's go do this, let's go that, and then all of a sudden, been announced that, hey, uh, Tom's wife, uh, who's played by uh, Tika Strump. Uh, her sister is getting married uh, and none other than Hawaii so Sonic's like okay let's get you first class so he imagined the ring if you will to the place there they had to travel so it was literally Hawaii Uh, during this time when they were sent over uh, 
Sonic is like literally like enjoying his time being like home alone and he does all these crazy stunts right that's where we brought ourselves to the second half of that part of that first film and for that one is being that uh, we are introduced to Tails uh, who's voiced by Colleen O'Shaney Wushi uh, Colleen uh, <laughs> and we were just like kind of brought up to speed that he's gonna you know be introduced uh, Tails has to be introduced uh, finding Sonic and he had to uh, occupy a police vehicle and that being said we are reintroduced again uh, with the Sonic robotic uh, meetup which is Jim Carrey being Dr. And sure enough, uh, Knuckles shows up right behind Dr. Robotnik doing battle uh, within Tom's house. Uh, Of course, uh, Knuckles was going to deliver a final blow because he believes that Sonic's holding this emerald, but he doesn't know what he's talking about. And shows up. Uh, is Tails saving the day getting him and Sonic out of uh, Tom's house so to speak and on the road then we're brought by uh, then our none other than our Sheriff uh, Wade which brings us to uh, the uh, the whole understanding like hey this map that was given by you by this friend of yours who raised you is like the person who's trying to save uh, all of universe, if you will have to say so yourself, on on hiding this master emerald that Knuckles has been looking for this entire time. So, with Knuckles and Robotnik teaming up, uh, they are literally racing against the clock, uh, going to to uh, this little ski snows resort, so to speak. Uh, in the Himalayas, uh, which they did a little battle, a little dance battle, gonna admit that. At the same time as Robotnik's uh, regathering his forces, uh, reaccumulating uh, his Agent Stone. Uh-huh. Trust me, if you already seen the movie, you already laughed at it too. Like, <laughs> two stones, why not? And of course, we are, you know, crazy enough to see the aspect that uh, Simone Moore uh, who plays uh, Rachel's uh, fiance which is Natasha uh, Rutwell and we're seeing them being you know uh, a couple was doing this doing that and all that and sure enough uh, Sonic is like in the Himalayas uh, finished in the end but finds out that there's like this like thing that they have to find uh, after knowing that they have to go to the Himalayas. It's like this compass, this little uh, key, if you will. And sure enough, uh, when they require the key, who shows up as uh, Dr. Robotnik and Knuckles, giving ourselves a mm, somewhat a t- toss back from the first one, with that uh, bullet time, I like to call, or that uh, slow-mo, uh, or flash time uh, where Sonic is moving uh, throughout the slow moving uh, robots 
and gives us a bit of an old taste of him skiing. Now, there's going to be a lot of Easter eggs in here, and I'm going to admit that. But, uh, yeah, this is where uh, all of it kind of goes downhill, literally. That uh, Sonic is, you know, uh, trying to escape the blast, trying to escape the battle, and Knuckles is on his chase. And sure enough, that they're both kind of reminiscing that, hey, this is what's going to go down you can't believe this is actually happening and Knuckles believing that it's like a, a trick of sorts so apparently that the moment they acquire the uh, compass which thanks to Sonic on a misguided throw uh, we are brought that the uh, whole place is like coming down the mountaintop uh, and Sure enough, find themselves in Hawaii with Tom because Tom's like, oh, you're in big trouble. Uh, what's even more of a worse part is that, yes, uh, it was big trouble because uh, the whole wedding between uh, Randall and Rachel was false. It was like literally a deploy for Sonic to come out of hiding and for them to capture him. Uh, what the government trying to do was to hold Sonic because he was an unstable uh, element uh, in the world. He's literally like something that they were pursuing from the last movie, but at the same time, it's like we we need to lock him down. Uh, which was not uh, good because uh, Sonic, even though he's a hedgehog, uh, is also an individual who should be free. And that, in a way, uh, I don't think, don't know if Peter's listening, but of course, I'm, I'm agreeing with PETA that you can never cage animals. Uh, let them wild, let them run loose. But let them run loose in accordions. <laughs> because, yes, of course, uh, cats, dogs uh, must run free, but not too wild. So, for those who are part of a PETA affiliate, I'm with you, but I'm not with you to the point where it's understandable that they're pets, but at the same time, um, they're lovable creatures and they always have homes and always adopted. Even the ones are rendered a litter to those who are rehomed once more. Uh, minus testing on animals and, and other stuff that PETA is against. I agree with that. It's just, you know, pet owner, love my pets. Surprisingly, they're kind of quiet at this very moment, which gets me worried. But anyways, uh, of course, they uh, they uh, release Sonic and Tails in a manner of getting help by Tom, Rachel, and Maddie. And now uh, Robotkin find himself in this little island, if you will. And they were kind of like wondering, like, what's this green glow going over uh, over the ocean? And then, of course, uh, Sonic hates water. So we're brought to the idea that he is in a water setting. Of course, those who are gamers know that water and a hedgehog does not mix well. Especially those who are uh, timed on trying to get them out of the water. Uh, that was a huge drawback from Sonic's 1, 2, I think 3. Uh, th these are classics. So, of course, uh, Sonic finds himself uh, askewed on the island. Uh, and 
where Robotnik and Knuckles are running through kind of like a gauntlet of mazes. Now, for us gamers, uh, <laughs> even I'm drawing back all the nostalgia feels out of the film. Uh, for those who are remembering uh, playing Sonic 1, 2, and Sonic and Knuckles, which I kind of count that as 3, um, this is that feel uh, when you go through like the mazes or the 2D run up. Yeah, definitely feels. Huge feels uh, on certain things because there was like a uh, spike with blocks, uh, <laughs> the. Um, the challenges inside each one, the the arrows, oh, and flamethrowers. Oh, let's play this way. Nostalgia all around for this one. So of course, uh, the Chaos Emerald, the the whole piece of existence of the whole thing has been found uh, in the center of the maze. And of course, uh, again, we have Knuckles and Sonic duking it out until Knuckles realized that. He's thinking he's getting deceived by Sonic until Sonic points out that, hey, Robotnik is just using you to get this uh, peace thing. And then Knuckles realizing that, wait a minute, what? And sure enough, we have Robotnik taking the Chaos Emerald, which pretty much uh, decimates the whole maze. But at the same time, we are reviving ourselves on seeing like Sonic going underwater and noticing Knuckles there. So what does a hero supposed to do? Oh, of course, he saves Knuckles. But at the same time, uh, another nostalgia callback because, come on, anyone who's played Sonic uh, knows that the air bubbles uh, in 1, 2, and probably 3. I haven't gone that far. I've only gone to two stages on 3. Yeah, I know. I'm that bad. <laughs> um, we, we see ourselves like seeing him soap up this one huge bubble of air and that's like a drawback for us to like uh-huh yeah that's that's definitely sonic and rescues knuckles but at the brief moment uh feeling our uh feeling our nerve on sonic not able to swim uh knuckles at the last second saves sonic and they're having this little heart-to-heart -heart talk so to speak now, personally, I think it's kind of cute that, hey, now, now Knuckles is part of the game, so it's like, cool. Sure enough, uh, who rescues both Sonic and Knuckles is Tails. I mean, come on, that's a little drawback on certain games right there. And of course, uh, we find ourselves Robotnik coming back to Green Hill, take his revenge on the town because of none other than the same time that they've gone. And... We're having ourselves this huge recreation of the iconic and familiar Robotnik bot uh, that we may have faced in like maybe two, one. <laughs> Anyways, um, that iconic Robotnik army comes sweeping in and sure enough, of course, Knuckles and Sonic are battling uh, in the streets of Green Hill while the residents and the uh, military is taking refuge and hide out of this whole ordeal. So, I mean, that's kind of like hidden nostalgia feels to leading us to the mega, like, block, if we will, uh, with Sonic uh, literally doing chaos control 
and finally become our supersonic. And that's already like a deadline right there for me to say, yeah. So, of course, we are uh, duly noted that Sonic is doing the battle. So, of course, with Sonic being supersonic, he defeats the Robotnik and came a became a part of a, a new team with not only Knuckles serving on the side of good as well as Knuckles being the technician. Now, that's the best way how to end the film because that's how the team form in a way um personally is this a moment because it's like it's cute it's adorable so uh okay but if i recommend to see this in theaters uh yeah yeah this is one of those moments where you'd be happy to have seen this in theaters so yeah i would definitely recommend this at all costs, but in premises, I would immediately just go ahead and take a look at it. I mean, this thing has a lot of nostalgia feels for even old school gamers like uh, yours truly. And that being said, uh, I thank you for listening to the episode. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, this was more of a review rant, more than I ever think of. But even so, um, I do appreciate you listening listening to this and as always uh, be safe be good and till next time see ya hey guys thanks for listening to another great episode oh wow uh this past weekend is insane uh, for one thing, uh, of course it went too fast. It will always go too fast for this particular film. And the film I'm talking about is, of course, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Now, for those who are not familiar with Sonic, let me give you a quick, uh, <laughs> a quick rundown of the uh, iconic blue blur. Of course, uh, th- we could recap for the first movie, of course, but... Uh, this is a character that's based, way based, uh, back in the 90s, where it's, a, of course, uh, for those who played Sega Genesis, he's literally the mascot. And, of course, he's uh, so iconic uh, in his, in his uh, own trails that he's literally a blue hedgehog that uh, runs out, uh, run on speed, literally. But uh, in this particular film... Um, we are introduced to a array, and I do mean array, of other characters. So let me uh, let me give you a spill on this part of the film. So of course uh, we're recapping ourselves on where's Eggman in this particular film. Of course he was stuck on Planet Mushroom, and sure enough that using the only one coil that he took from uh, Sonic uh, for this one. Uh, he is evidently sent a signal of some sort to uh, intergalactic uh, beings out in the world. Sure enough, uh, they caught an attention of what I believe bird people to begin with. But at the same time, uh, Robotnik did spring a trap to just go through the ring. But he's kind of st- 
duck because we are introduced to Knuckles, voiced by Idris Elbers. Uh, and for that fine gentleman, for those who don't know his filmology, um, he was literally Hamdel uh, from the Thor series. Uh, like, the first one, I believe a little bit of the second one, and then the third, uh, and then finally uh, Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity War was the last time and then we also have him in the suicide squad as deadshot so yeah a bit of a heads up on that one but oh back to the movie uh yes that's where we're bringing ourselves to the iconic where is sonic and all this uh which we find him in seattle trying to fight crime in his own way but at the same time returning to life in green hill of all places uh, which we are reintroduced again uh, with the characters that we have been with since uh, the first one, uh, which is James Marston's character and his wife. And seeing how Sonic, voiced by Ben Schwartz, uh, Swart, Schwartzman? Schwartz? Uh, <laughs> voiced by uh, another than Ben Schwartz, uh, doing this whole, like, Okay, let's go. Let's go do this. Let's go that. And then all of a sudden, been announced that, hey, uh, Tom's wife, uh, who's played by uh, Tika Strump, uh, her sister is getting married, uh, and none other than Hawaii. So Sonic's like, okay, well, let's get you first class. So he imagined the ring, if you will, to the place they they had to travel. So it was literally Hawaii. Uh, during this time when they were sent over, uh, Sonic is like literally like enjoying his time being like home alone and he does all these crazy stunts, right? That's where we brought ourselves to the second half of that part of that first film. And for that one is being that uh, we are introduced to Tails, uh, who's voiced by Colleen O'Shaney. Wushi uh, Colleen uh, <laughs> and we were just like kind of brought up to speed that he's gonna you know be introduced uh, Tails has to be introduced uh, finding Sonic and he had to uh, occupy a police vehicle and that being said we are reintroduced again uh, with the Sonic robotic uh, meetup which is Jim Carrey being Dr. And sure enough, uh, Knuckles shows up right behind Dr. Robotnik doing battle uh, within Tom's house. Uh, of course, uh, Knuckles was going to deliver a final blow because he believes that Sonic's holding this emerald, but he doesn't know what he's talking about. And shows up. Uh, is Tails saving the day getting him and Sonic out of uh, Tom's house so to speak and on the road then we're brought by uh, then our another than our Sheriff uh, Wade which brings us to uh, the uh, the whole understanding like hey this map that was given by you by this friend of yours who raised you 
is like the person who's trying to save uh, all of universe, if you will have to say so yourself, on on hiding this master emerald that Knuckles has been looking for this entire time. So, with Knuckles and Robotnik teaming up, uh, they are literally racing against the clock, uh, going to to uh, this little ski snows resort, so to speak, uh, in the Himalayas, uh, which they did a little battle, a little dance battle, gonna admit that, at the same time as Robotnik's uh, regathering his forces, uh, reaccumulating uh, his Agent Stone, uh-huh. Trust me, if you already seen the movie, you already laughed at it too. Like, <laughs> two stones, why not? And, of course, we are, you know, crazy enough to see the aspect that uh, Simone Moore, uh, who plays uh, Rachel's uh, fiance, which is Natasha uh, Rutwell. And we're seeing them being, you know, uh, a couple was doing this, doing that, and all that. And sure enough, uh, Sonic is like in the Himalayas, uh, finished in the end, but finds out that there's like this like thing that they have to find uh, after knowing that they have to go to the Himalayas. It's like this compass, this little uh, key, if you will. And sure enough, uh, when they require the key, who shows up as uh, Dr. Robotnik and Knuckles giving ourselves a mm, somewhat of t- toss back from the first one was that uh, bullet time I like to call or that uh, slow-mo uh, or flash time uh, where Sonic is moving uh, throughout the slow moving uh, ro- robots and gives us a bit of an old taste of him skiing now there's going to be a lot of easter eggs in here and I'm going to admit that but, uh, yeah, this is where uh, all of it kind of goes downhill, literally. That uh, Sonic is, you know, uh, trying to escape the blast, trying to escape the battle, and Knuckles is on his chase. And sure enough that they're both kind of reminiscing that, hey, this is what's going to go down, can't believe this is actually happening. And Knuckles believing that it's like... Uh, a trick of sorts so apparently that the moment they acquire the uh, compass which thanks to Sonic on a misguided throw uh, we are brought that the uh, whole place is like coming down the mountaintop uh, and sure enough find themselves in Hawaii with Tom because Tom's like oh you're in big trouble uh, what's even more of a worse part is that, yes, uh, it was big trouble because uh, the whole wedding between uh, Randall and Rachel was false. It was like literally a deploy for Sonic to come out of hiding and for them to capture him. Uh, what the government trying to do was to hold Sonic because he was an unstable uh, element uh, in the world. He's literally like something that they were pursuing from the last movie but at the same time it's like we we need to lock him down uh, which was not uh, good because uh, Sonic even though he's a hedgehog uh, is also an individual who should be free and that in a way uh, I don't think don't know if Peter's listening 
but of course I'm, I'm agreeing with PETA that you can never cage animals uh, let them wild let them run loose but let them run loose in accordance <laughs> because yes of course uh, cats dogs uh, must run free but not too wild so for those who are part of a PETA affiliate I'm with you but I'm not with you to the point where it's understandable that they're pets but at the same time um, they're lovable creatures and they always have homes and always adopted even the ones are rendered a litter to those who are rehomed once more uh, minus testing on animals and and other stuff that PETA is against I agree with that it's just you know pet owner love my pets surprisingly they're kind of quiet at this very moment which gets me worried but anyways uh, of course they uh, they uh, release Sonic and Tails in a manner of getting helped by Tom Rachel and Maddie and now uh, Robotkin find himself in this little island, if you will. And they were kind of like wondering, like, what's this green glow going over uh, over the ocean? And then, of course, uh, Sonic hates water. So we're brought to the idea that he is in a water setting. Of course, those who are gamers know that water and a hedgehog does not mix well. Especially those who are... Uh, Timed on trying to get them out of the water. Uh, that was a huge drawback from Sonic's one, two, I think three. Uh, th these are classics, of course. So of course, uh, Sonic finds himself uh, skewed on the island, and uh, where Robotnik and Knuckles are running through, kind of like a gauntlet of mazes. Now. For us gamers, uh, <laughs> even I'm drawing back all the nostalgia feels out of the film. Uh, for those who are remembering uh, playing Sonic 1, 2, and Sonic and Knuckles, which I kind of count that as three, um, this is that feel uh, when you go through like the mazes or the 2D run up. Yeah, definitely feels huge feels uh, on certain things because there was like a uh, spike with blocks uh, the um, the challenges inside each one the the arrows oh, and flamethrowers oh let's put it this way nostalgia all around for this one so of course uh, the chaos emerald the, the whole piece of existence of the whole thing has been found uh, in the center of the maze and of course, uh, again, we have Knuckles and Sonic duking it out until Knuckles realized that he's thinking he's getting deceived by Sonic until Sonic points out that, hey, Robotnik is just using you to get this uh, peace thing. And then Knuckles realizing that, wait a minute, what? And sure enough, we have Robotnik taking the Chaos Emerald, which pretty much uh, decimates the whole maze. But at the same time, we are reviving ourselves on seeing like Sonic going underwater and noticing Knuckles there. So what does a hero supposed to do? Oh, of course, he saves Knuckles. But at the same time, uh, another nostalgic 
callback because, come on, anyone who's played Sonic uh, knows that the air bubbles uh, in 1, 2, and probably 3. I haven't gone that far. I've only gone to two stages on 3. Yeah, I know. I'm that bad. <laughs> um, we, we see ourselves like seeing him soap up this one huge bubble of air and that's like a drawback for us to like uh-huh yeah that's that's definitely sonic and rescues knuckles but at the brief moment uh feeling our uh feeling our nerve on sonic not able to swim uh knuckles at the last second saves sonic and they're having this little heart-to-heart -heart talk so to speak now personally i think it's kind of cute that hey <laughs> now now knuckles is part of the game so it's like cool Sure enough, uh, who rescues both Sonic and Knuckles is Tails. I mean, come on, that's a little drawback on certain games right there. And of course, uh, we find ourselves Robogne coming back to Green Hill, take his revenge on the town because of none other than the same time that they've gone. And we're having ourselves this huge recreation of the iconic and familiar Robotnet bot. Uh, that we may have faced in like maybe two, one. <laughs> Anyways, um, that iconic Robotnik army comes sweeping in, and sure enough, of course, Knuckles and Sonic are battling uh, in the streets of Green Hill while the residents and the uh, military is taking refuge and hide out of this whole ordeal. So. I mean, that's kind of like hidden nostalgia feels to leading us to the mega, like, block, if we will, uh, with Sonic, uh, literally doing chaos control and finally become our Super Sonic. And that's already, like, a deadline right there for me to say, yeah! So, of course, we are, uh, duly noted that Sonic is doing the battle. So, of course, with Sonic being supersonic, he defeats the Robotnik and came a, became a part of a uh, new team with not only Knuckles serving on the side of good as well as Knuckles being the technician. Now, that's the best way how to end the film because that's how the team formed, in a way. <laughs> um, personally, is is. Moment because it's like it's cute, it's adorable. So, uh, okay, but if I recommend to see this in theaters, uh, yeah, yeah, this is one of those moments where you'd be happy to have seen this in theaters. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely recommend this at all costs. But if this, I would immediately just go ahead and take a look at it. I mean, this thing has a lot of nostalgia feels for even old school gamers like uh, yours truly. <laughs> and that being said, uh, I thank you for listening to the episode. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, this was more of a review rant more than I ever think of. But even so, um, I do appreciate you lis listening to this. And as always, uh, be safe, be good, and till next time. See ya.
Hey guys, um, I know that you guys are listening to my cast, so I'm actually more than just on uh, Apple, surprisingly, I think. I'm also on Spotify, as well as Anchor.fm itself. Also, I am on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Public Radio. Just come over and onto uh, the Anchor website for me on uh, www.anchor.fm slash E-D-C-A-S-T-2-0. That is www.anchor.fm forward slash edcast20. Yeah, just uh, shoot me an email or uh, keep listening to uh, more of my episodes uh, as I try my best to keep popping them up. Until then, thanks for listening.